Hello, friends and fellow humans. Welcome to another Wednesday here at the Ask Ashley podcast. Um, I hope that you're having a wonderful, beautiful Wednesday, and I am so glad that you found this little podcast, whether that be through Spotify or the Anchor app or Apple podcast. I am glad that you're here. Now, let's just jump right into it. Um, I'm going to shoot straight with you. No one asked for this. Um, (laughs) No one asked for what we're about to talk about, and that is my childhood. So my mom and I were reminiscing the other night just about like some funny things that I had done and just kind of who I was as a kid. And so she brought up some really funny stories that I think are worth mentioning it. Some of these come from like home movies that I've watched of myself and our family and so (laughs) that's where some of these come from so not all of these are like memories that I have but some of them I've just watched myself on video do these things and so (laughs) I figured why not share it with all of you so here we go my first and earliest um one that I'm going to talk about is actually from a video so I don't really remember this but it's it's there for the world to see if you ever find this tape but um it was me when we were at my grandparents' house and we were chilling in their pool and I had my little yellow cute swimsuit on and my little iconic yellow floaties on my arms and I'm just swimming around doing my thing and these yappy dogs lived next to my grandparents and they were so obnoxious. Like you can hear them on the tape, very obviously super loud and super annoying. So um, what I did was I got out of the pool at the ripe age of probably two and I got out of the pool and I went over to like the side closest to the dogs and I went I hate those dogs (laughs) and you can hear my mom she was like Ashley (laughs) she was trying not to laugh oh my gosh and then later I had gotten back in the pool and so um just swimming around and whatever and then my mom goes all right Ashley it's time to come in like let's get some lunch and I get out of the pool and I'm walking past my mom and I whispered dad gum it and (laughs) just so much sass for a two-year-old also this is a good little reminder and note to self because if you think that little kids do not hear what you're saying you are so mistaken because that little dadgummit that I said definitely came from my parents. They say that all the time, even still to this day, say that all the time. And so my mom was like, I'm so glad that we don't use any foul language because you would have picked up on that too. So just make that a little word to the wise that if you're saying stuff around little kids, they can probably hear you and will probably repeat it. Carry on with your life. Um, the second one is also a video that we have and, um, it's a special one so um I was in like a little like a little kids choir I guess when I was really young and um it was Christmas time and so we had a like a little Christmas program for all of the kids and their families and whatever and we're singing away in a manger and the first verse goes pretty well you know it sounds like a kids choir just you know a little off key here and there no big deal And then we get to the second verse, and I don't know what prompted me to just start singing the wrong words, but I did, and I somehow got it in my mind that I was singing the right words and all the other kids were singing the wrong words, and I cast some very judgmental glances to the other children because obviously they were wrong and I was the right one, and it's just 
it's so funny because I was the loudest one. Like, it wasn't just a little obvious, it was the most obvious thing you could hear. And like, with me looking around at all the other kids singing the wrong words, you could just, you could tell that I was, you know, I was a little overconfident in my ability to sing the right words. Anyways, um, but then fast forward a few years, and this is just a memory that I have. I remember, so we moved houses, or we built a new house, and um, so our real estate agent threw a party, not threw a party, but like her company had a party for like all of its members, and they wanted to invite some of their clients, and so our family was one of those clients that they invited. And um, it was at this really fancy club, and I remember just like everyone was dressed to the nines, and um, I was like, I was eight or nine, maybe, maybe ten. And so I didn't know, like, you know, what do you do at a, a club? But that didn't stop me because I saw a dance floor. And let me tell you something when Ashley Johnson sees a dance floor, does not matter the age. She's getting on that dance floor. So anyways, um, as a little kid, I proceeded to make my way to the dance floor with my mom in tow. And um, I was just like, Mom, can you dance with me? I'm kind of shy. You know, the band was going and they were playing some jams. And so I was like, I kind of want to dance. And so I got my mom out there and it took maybe one song for me to just you know what? Let me do my own thing, mom. You can go sit down. I remember telling my mom, I was like, you know what? I think I've got this. You can go sit down. She went and sat down. And by the end of the night, I promise you this, I remember this so vividly. By the end of the night, they were playing YMCA and I was standing in the middle of the dance floor and the entire company or whoever was surrounded around me watching me. watching me dance to the YMCA, throwing in some of my own funky fresh moves. It, oh gosh. (laughs) Oh my word. Yeah, I was a special kid. This may answer a lot of questions about why I am the way that I am. If any of you are wondering that, then some of these stories may shed some light on that. I don't know. I'm just here to help. Um, Kind of in that same vein, we had a little, at school, we had a little, um, come as your favorite Bible character day. I guess it was like for a spirit week or something. And yeah, so we had to come as our favorite Bible character. And all the other little girls in my class, first off, came as Mary, the mother of our Lord and Savior. And they had their little baby dolls and their little white um, dress-like robes and the little towels over their heads, just looking very cute and very similar. Um, not Ashley. No, no. I showed up as Queen Esther. (laughs) And let me tell you something. When I showed up as Queen Esther, I made sure that everyone knew that I was not Mary. I was a queen. I had like, I remember I had some of my mom's jewelry on and I had this really awesome outfit. Like it was a brown They were like those capri pants. Does anyone remember those pants? Did anyone else wear them? I wore them like with every outfit, but they were like these flowy brown capris and like a brown top and a scarf. And I remember I had a little gold belt that tied around my waist as kind of like a little decorative piece. And then I also had a a tiara on just so that everyone knew that I was Queen Esther, you know, just had to make everyone aware. And we did like a little, 
a little parade around the school and like we would go to the different classrooms. Actually, okay, that wasn't just our class. Every class went to every classroom. It was a lot. But when it was our turn to go and parade ourselves around the school, um, I remember this little girl, she like leaned over to her friend and she was like, oh my gosh, it's a princess. And I whipped my head around and I said, nah, -uh, queen. And <laughs> oh my gosh, judge me if you must. But that I had to let her know I was not a princess. First off, your Bible facts are not correct. It was not Princess Esther. It was Queen Esther. And so I just had to make her aware that she had her facts incorrect. Um, some of my mo more special things that I've done, those were like kind of iconic moments as a child, but, um, these next stories are kind of just more, um, I don't know. They're not my proudest moments, but whatever, we'll get into it. So there was this place in Florida called Wanadu City. And, um, I don't even know how to describe it, but it basically had every career choice that you could ever, ever want to do, hence the name Wanadu City. So one of the ones that I just thought that I would pick was um, working in a dentist office. And, gosh. So what they did was they had these little mannequins in there and you could like stick the little mirror things and you could like, um, play with the teeth and like make sure that they were okay and that they were free of cavities. I don't know how to, it sounds really sketchy, but I don't, it was fine. I don't know how to explain it. But like there was the little nurse technician in there with us kind of telling us like, okay, stick this in there and like make sure that his teeth are all clean. And so the lady handed me a like the little pointy thing that the dentist kind of scrapes your teeth with to make sure if there is um, any plaque or anything. I don't know if y'all know what I'm talking about, but um, so she handed me that and she was like, all right, stick this in the dummy's um, mouth and see if, you know, if there's any plaque on his teeth. I kid you not, the little tip, the pointy tip, fell off into the mannequin's throat and the entire like nursing area, dentistry, whatever, started like beep, 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 like the alarms were going off, it was glowing red because that was like a sign that you had done something terribly, horribly wrong to the patient. And so, <laughs> so I killed a dummy on my first day of being a dentist and um, yeah, that's that. And you know. Now I'm not a dentist, so I guess it really worked out for the best. Um, what else? Oh, on <laughs> this is special. So my sixth grade year, it was really weird because they had combined our our class, and um, our class was unruly. Like our teacher cried every day, and I I still to this day don't fully understand the dynamic of that and how that worked. But anyways, so there was one day where she. I guess she had gone to the teacher's lounge or something, but she left me in charge of the spelling test. And I think it was like a makeup spelling test for some other kids, like they had missed. I wasn't in charge of the whole test, but just for the, the ones that had missed originally. So, um, so I was overseeing the spelling test and um, before everything got started, I let my classmates know that for this test period, you were to refer to me as Miss Johnson and that I had the authority to leave the teacher a note with the grades. 
because I went ahead and graded their test after they were done, by the way. And I left my teacher a note and I was like, so-and-so deserves an F because they talked the entire time and because they got most of their words wrong. And I just left her that note and was like, you know what, do with this what you must. But I also like was very assertive in my authority and was like, <laughs> like I had a yardstick in my hand the entire time and I would like beat on the desk if they weren't concentrating or if they were talking, I'd be like, get back to work. And I would just like tap their desk a little bit. Yeah. And in that same vein for VBS, I, <laughs> I was the fourth grade, um, teacher's assistant, I guess. Yeah. Cause we had like the main teacher for VBS and then they had like a youth helper usually. So this was like seventh grade or something. But, um, since I was teacher's assistant, I decided, you know what, I'm going to bring a whistle to class, um, just to kind of keep things at a nice, respectable level. And so, <laughs> so in seventh grade, I was the fourth grade teacher's assistant and I blew a whistle in the fourth grade. Like this is literally in a church. Everyone could hear it. That whole entire hallway probably heard my whistle, but I was determined to make sure that that class was listening and that they were being respectful to the teacher and that <laughs> no one was too out of line. Um, so yeah, then this is one of my favorite stories. So fast forward to eighth grade year. Um, I was going to leave the school that I was at and, um, just for various reasons, like I just didn't want to be there anymore. So, um, I had talked to my choir director and I was like, you know, this was like before the Christmas showcase. She apologized to me. She was like, I know that you auditioned for a role in the winter showcase, but we just didn't have any left and whatever and whatever. And I was like, well, that's okay. Cause I kind of knew that I was leaving at this point. And so I really just wanted to, to do one last thing. And so, um, fast forward to the spring showcase. I, yeah, she gave me the role of singing Kyrie Eleison by Mr. Mister. And I don't know if any of you know that song. If you don't, I suggest you look it up. It is pretty great. But what she did was there was, there's like a Kyrie Eleison that's a kid's choir song. And so it starts out with that and it's like all the lights are up, everything is normal and like all the little kids are singing and they're doing whatever. So then the lights shut off. I move to the front of the stage. The spotlight hits me and then it starts with the Kyrie Eleison by Mr. Mister. It is so good. That is still to this day one of my favorite, favorite memories because it it rocked. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. It rocked. I had so many teachers because that's like a song from the 80s, I'm pretty sure. So I had a lot of teachers that grew up in that generation and they were like, we know that girl. Yeah, she's in our class. It was so, so fun and so funny. And it was just like, it was a great way to end my time at that school. And it's just like, you know, that is, that was iconic. That was a good note to end it on. Huh, a good note, literally. Um, but yeah, so those are some of my childhood stories. I hope that you enjoyed this and I hope that you, please don't judge me too hard. I was a child and you know what? I just, I have to be the way that God made me. And so maybe, <laughs> maybe this answered a lot of questions for you. Maybe this summed up a lot of the reasons why I am the way that I am. And, uh, yeah, I hope you enjoyed this. So, um, 
Thank you for listening and for tuning in. Thank you for sticking around for almost 16 minutes, and I will see you guys next week.